0: Chapter Nine of the Psychology of Religion by Edwin Diller Starbuck. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Nine: The Quality of Feeling Following Conversion. There is a period just after the crisis in conversion, lasting as the case may be, from a few hours to several months or even years, which has a distinct a character as the period preceding. In many ways, it is the exact antithesis to the pre-conversion period. In this chapter we shall have to consider its character, viewed from the standpoint of the emotional experiences. The feelings are generally directed, opposed to those which precede conversion. They indicate relief from the tension and stress of the conviction period, and consequently are accompanied by the joy, happiness, lightness of heart, and spiritual exaltation, which naturally attend free activity and the exercise of a new power. For the sake of seeing the post-conversion phenomena fall into harmony as we proceed, let us try to get a point of view which centrally underlies the variety of experiences. That is the thing which normally in point of development comes at last, and perhaps should be left to each person after we have surveyed the ground. But to consider it first will contribute to clearness as we proceed. The phenomena cluster about the birth of a new self the organization of nerve elements about a new center, or, as we saw in the last chapter in figure 10, the organizational life about R, in such a way that it becomes the point of reference for experience instead of A, B, C, D. So that, in considering the abstract feelings which result, the central fact for us, however incongruous it may appear with the unselfing to be discussed in the next chapter, is the functioning of a new and exalted personality. The ego is lifted up into new significance. Male 15. I felt I belonged to a new category of being, nobler and more worthy to exist. Female 12. The Bible was a new book to me. I read it with joy and felt its laws and admonitions and its promises were all for me. The respondent underscored me. Male 15. I felt that God was my Father and Christ my elder brother and Savior. Female, 16. Before God had been far off in the sky, too holy and good to let me close to Him. Now He was a tender, loving Father and very near. Nature seemed to feel with me. Male, 23. All at once, light and peace came into my soul as gently as the sun coming up on a June morning. Heaven and earth seemed to meet. All was love. I was embraced in the great plan of redemption. Provision was made for me, even me. I wept often that God should love even me. I laughed that now I was the child of God, and the equal of any other creature. The best things in the world, were for me as for anyone else, the sense of exaltation of a new ego, of being lifted up into the life of God, is the rule. There is a state of mind which sometimes occurs, however, that seems at first sight exactly to contradict this, viz. that of a sense of personal unworthiness and humility. Female, 12, I do not live any more, but Christ lived in me. In the last case quoted above, the greatness of God is implied throughout, although the larger life of the me is central. The two apparently opposite experiences are two sides, doubtless of the same thing. In the sense of humility, the fresh burst of life is not so much my experience as a new experience, and it is appreciated as a part of the larger life outside of the self. The infinite background of R in our figure is the real thing rather than the R itself. One of the commonest experiences after conversion, an experience which we are able now to understand, is a sense of newness. The person is living in a new world. Old experiences are seen from a different point of view. The world bears a new face. It has likewise a new content, a new significance. Two or three of the intenser forms of this feeling will make it clear. FEMALE 13 When rising from my knees, I exclaimed, old things have passed away and all things have become new. It was like entering another world, a new state of existence. Natural objects were glorified. My spiritual vision was so clarified that I saw beauty in every material object in the universe. The woods were vocal with heavenly music. Male, 28. All day and night, floods of light and glory seemed to pour through my soul, and, oh, how I was changed. Everything became new. My horses and hogs, everybody became changed. The newness is frequently expressed in more abstract and spiritual terms. Male, 19. I felt an unfolding of truth and a revelation of God ways. I underwent a moral and intellectual quickening. This sense of newness is the inevitable consequence of a new centre of neural activity of transferring the ego to a new point of reference for old experiences and as we shall see taking up new elements into its organization it really becomes a new self and is often felt to be so one person relates that on going home from a revival meeting he thought why john can this really be you when the thought is turned away from the self to the external world or to the content of thought and feeling its objects become new. The general nature of the quality of the feelings can be better appreciated from a few brief quotations. Male, 15, I experienced joy almost to weeping. Male, 15, I felt my face must have shone like that of Moses. I had a general feeling of buoyancy. It was the greatest joy it was ever my lot to experience. Female, 17, a sudden peace and rest seemed to come over me. I felt completely, perfectly, and quietly happy. FEMALE 18. The happiness was intense. I wanted to sing, but all the house was quiet. MALE 12. I was very happy. I sang all night and couldn't sleep. MALE 19. I felt relieved and filled with fresh courage. FEMALE 14. I felt as if a load were lifted from my body, and I was very happy. FEMALE 16. I wept and laughed alternately. I was as light as if walking on air. I felt as if I had gained greater peace and happiness than I had ever expected to experience. Male, 15. There followed the delightful feeling of reconciliation with God and love for Him. Besides these feelings of a definite and positive nature, there is now and then a sense of responsibility, continued struggle, anxiety about the future, and partial disappointment. Female, 13. I was happy but had a fear of doing something wrong male, 22. I felt relieved, but the props were knocked out from under me by two friends, telling me I would know, when I professed only to believe. I rested pretty well in the feeling that I had done my best, and if God wanted to damn me, I could stand it. An attempt at a rough classification of the characteristic feelings according to their quality gives table 14. The headings under which they were grouped will be fairly clear, the words in which the experiences were described were usually the index to the groups, but when they were graphically set forth with a variety of designations for the same experience, it was necessary to judge them for the classification. Joy and peace are distinguished in part by the intensity of the experience, the former being the stronger. The difference between joy and happiness is something like that between, oh, what joy, and, aha, what happiness. Of the distinction between calmness and peace, the former is written more in the minor key, containing, as it does, a slight undertone of the pain of the pre-conversion period. The last column gives the relative prominence of the feelings. Joy, peace, and happiness are three of the most frequent groups. Closely akin to these are bodily lightness and weeping and shouting, in which the buoyancy is expressed in physical terms. This is the most common quality of feeling a spiritual uplift, freedom, and harmony. The sense of peace is the point at which this kind of feeling shades off into relief, a feeling which, with its physiological correlative, being freed from a load on the body or heart, is rather frequent. Joy and happiness seem to indicate the complete escape from the old life and a looking toward the new, while in relief there is a sufficient tang of the old to furnish terms in which to read the new. One of the most common feelings is that of acceptance and oneness with God or Christ. The joy, the relief, and the acceptance are qualities of feeling, perhaps which give the truest picture of what is going on in conversion. The free exercise of new powers, an escape from something, and the birth into larger life with a corresponding sense of warmth and harmony. The last three groups in the table, calmness, responsibility, and partial disappointment, are relatively less frequent. The meaning of them, the old life not quite stripped off, or the new not fully realized, will be seen more clearly in the next table. The difference between the sexes and between the revival and non-revival cases bear out the distinctions drawn heretofore, and do not need repeating. Of special significance in the table are the following points. Joy, the intenser emotion, is more frequent with the males. The sense of oneness and acceptance with the females the physiological irradiation of feeling is much greater in the revival cases, while the calmer spiritual experience, peace, happiness, and the feeling of acceptance are more characteristic of the non-revival cases. Among the females, calmness, responsibility, and partial disappointment, and in both sexes, the sense of relief are greater among the revival cases. The comparison of the same persons of the feelings before conversion and after it is instructive. This is shown in Table 15. In general, the clean-cut positive experiences after conversion follow the intenser pre-conversion phenomena. For example, partial disappointment most often succeeds anxiety and restlessness, but never follows depression, the more intense feeling of kindred nature to anxiety. On the contrary, in regard to joy and intense emotion, this order is exactly reversed. Again, the sense of sin and that of depression most frequently crop out after conversion as joy, while anxiety or restlessness is most often followed by peace, both being of the milder quality. One feature of this law of sequence is the tension and recoil aspect of the feelings. They are pent up and then break out as a definite, vivid experience. This is borne out, for example, in the column under effort, in which the numbers representing peace, calmness, and partial disappointment are about the largest numbers following those three items. The indication on the surface throughout the table is that peculiarities of temperament underlie the likenesses and differences before the crisis and after it. The disposition which feels keenly before conversion reacts violently at the crisis and has the more intense experiences afterward. Those who are thrown back on themselves and experience markedly the sense of sin and depression are the ones who are thrown vigorously in the direction of the new life. It will be observed also that the temperament which shuts itself off against new influences, as evidenced by resistance before conversion, rarely experiences joy, while on the contrary, a more open nature, as indicated by prayer and effort, felt joy and acceptance afterward. The correspondences between post-conversion feelings and the experiences at the point of conversion, self-surrender, forgiveness, etc. were also worked out. They corroborate the results given above. In both sets of comparisons there are hints of several laws of vital significance. On account of the fewness of the cases, however, these cannot be relied on sufficiently to develop. If there were a thousand records from which to generalize, instead of two hundred, some of the hints would doubtless attain a higher degree of certainty, and would accordingly throw further light into the nature of the process of conversion. End of chapter nine.